0: Good morning, everybody. Lee Brower here, and welcome to this week's Meaningful Monday. I'm grateful to be here, and you know where I am? I'm in Orlando, Florida, and we're here for our second annual Wacky Charitable Golf Tournament. And uh, and Lori's here with me, so come here, Lori, and say hi. <laughs> I'm so glad she's with me. And we've got our new Wacky uniforms on, or not uniforms, but our jerseys. or what do you call them? Shirts. Our official Wacky shirts, so you can see here. And... Um, We've got beautiful blue, red, and purple for this tournament, so we're 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 unleashing wackyware on the public. You know, um, last night, last night, today will be an amazing day of golfing. Last night, we did skills, had contests, had laughs, had a great barbecue, and then had a great meeting. And in that meeting, one of our guest speakers, we'd invited a young man named Nate, who uh, is a First ascent alumni. By that, I mean that First Ascent is an organization that's designed to support young adults, ages 18 to 39, that are living with or have lived with cancer. Now, Nate's background is very simple. He had just graduated from college. He was one week away from leaving to go to South America on a surfing trip uh, and, you know, just kind of kick around and enjoy and and then come back and move back to New York with his girlfriend or hook up with his girlfriend and start building a life back in New York. And uh, he was living in Colorado at the time, going to school there. So one week, one week before that, his mom finds him on the floor in the bathroom and he'd been throwing up blood. Took him to the hospital and in the hospital they found himself, they found that he was filled with tumors, some of them the size of a football. Some had wrapped around his organs and he was no sooner was in the oncology ward and was told basically in hindsight, he was told that his chances of survival were very much were, were greater than that of winning the Powerball. Over a hundred people worked on him at one through one emergency experience where his aorta had ripped open because of a tumor tearing at it. Twice that happened to him. But he went through that battle and he survived. And he is now a cancer survivor. And this is a young man that's vibrant, he's excited, he's athletic, um, he's strong looking and he's so enthusiastic about his experience not that you know he was grateful to have cancer but grateful for the learning that has come out as a result of it now let me share with you what touched me the most in his talk his sincerity was there his ability to communicate was there but most important was some of the learnings that he shared you know first descent. this organization that designed to strengthen young adults and to assuage their fear to move them out of an environment where they're constantly in the same environment and give them an outdoor experience where they're truly challenged and do it in a way that the camaraderie exists between a group of people that they never knew before. One of the unique features is they give everybody a different name. So That's why Nate is known as Scooter. That's the only name I knew him by till last night when he told me his name was Nate. My name They all know me by my given, my new name, my different name, which is Wacky. So if they see me, they call me Wacky. And Lori, if they see Lori, they call her Cricket. Now, neither one of us are cancer survivors, but we've been volunteers at their cancer camp. And when you come in as a volunteer, as a mom and pop of the camp, they also give us a new name as well. Well, let me tell you what what, what touched me the most. Not only was he passionate, enthusiastic, and sincere, talking about the experience and how important life is. But he also talked about fear. Now, not only the fear of live, of dying, you know, which is constantly with you, but also the fear that comes after you've been diagnosed as cancer-free. And that fear, I never had thought about that much before. We had seen it in other campers, but he shed a new light on it. And the new light was that that fear that is ever-present is the fear of meeting expectations. Who am I now? I've been a cancer fighter, a cancer battler. I've been at the center of attention of hundreds of people. They've spent millions of dollars on me. My parents have devoted and dedicated and sacrificed their lives for me for the last several years, and others have as well. Now, am I worthy of all of that? And where do I go? Who do I face? What jobs do I pursue? How do I become the real me going forward? Never really thought of that dilemma at that depth. But what saved him was when he came into First Descent is that giving him that new name. Because armed with that new name of Scooter, he could say to himself, Nate probably would be too afraid to try that, but Scooter's not. And as he got emotional and his voice cracked, he talked about Scooter and how having that different name, that different person to associate with, that he was able to craft and mold that person the way that he wants him to be. Now, I asked you, and I thought about this, I'm curious about your thoughts about this, what your thinking is, how can we face our fears? He said, once I faced my fears, though, the discovery was the fear was worse than the actual thing I was supposedly afraid of. Is that the way it is in each of our lives? Have you experienced that same thing? Can you pick out a fear that you over, once you hit it and overcame it, you felt better? It wasn't as bad as you thought? Let's look at this week, find a fear in our lives, and let's face it. Let's go after it head on. See if we don't feel better about it. I think it will make our lives more meaningful. Thank you, Scooter, for sharing your story. It touched me. I hope to share with others, and hopefully it will touch them to some degree also. This is a wonderful life we live. Let's make it as meaningful every day as we can. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for being with me. Bye-bye.